I've had a fun week. I had Stoller installed at the house. They finally got me. I think I talked That's about nice. the sales pitch, how they're like, you know, you're going to spend money either way. I'm like, yeah. okay, tell me more about that. What did you spend last year in power? This is what you could be spending, essentially renting versus owning. So now I quote, own my power, even though we're like, if you think about it, we're a subsidized, not subsidized, a subcontractor power company for Duke, because the power goes straight back to Duke, like as a credit. So we're, we're making power, we sell back to them. So they got there, it, it was terribly annoying. Oh my goodness. It's when I'm like, why do I work from home? I never really think that because I love working from home so much easier, flexible, don't have to commute anywhere. There's no traffic, all that stuff. But I'm like, oh my goodness. I just hear like, like all these noises all day long. They're in and out of the house. I'm like, hey, if my door's shut, like just coming out of the house, do, do your thing. They're in the attic, out of the attic. And it's not done yet. Inspection next week and then in attic insulation for two days. When I have to take the dog somewhere, like we can't be in the house for like four hours or something like that. So I'm not sure what me and the two dogs are going to go do on Friday morning. I'll find some coffee, I'll find coffee house. Coffee house, ugh, sounds awful. No, oh, not the dog. Oh, I just, sorry. I'm in Washington. Dogs. Everyone has dogs everywhere. So, ooh, I just, I love our dogs, but I don't want to. That sounds not fun. I'm not one of those people. How do they handle? I hear uh, them right like, now. I'm muting myself. How do they handle storms or hailstones or any of that? Yeah, so it's all risk, right? When I talk to anyone, they're like, oh, your roof is on a leak. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Or like, or this. Um, so here, at least because we're, we're on the coast, you know, I'm like two, three miles from the water. It's all hurricane rated. Of course, if we're hurt, like a category, I don't know, three, who knows, four, obviously, but you'd yeah. be thinking about your shingles anyways, Yeah. up to those speeds where you're like sustained winds, X, Y, Z miles per hour. I don't know. It's but like, are they insured? A, like does home yeah. insurance mm -hmm. cover them? If So it's all insured. We have to have, because we produce, we will be producing a lot of power. I have to have like an additional insurance policy. So we don't like blow stuff up where it's like, mm. it's like an umbrella policy essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Forty. Did you have panels. a spreadsheet? Definitely a spreadsheet. <laughs> I knew it. Definitely. Like I knew worst you had case a spreadsheet. Because essentially, when we're finding it's finance, but what is crazy? The rate on financing this lower than a mortgage, like hmm. more than half. Yeah. It's almost okay. like what you wish a mortgage would be. It's like three point nine. And I don't know federal government money subsidizing. Who knows this? This mm -hmm. this. But like I'm like, dang, this is actually pretty good. So essentially, what we're doing is we lock in a flat monthly cost. We have no trees. We're like perfect. We face north, south, et cetera. Like our house is like this like unicorn scenario. Where they were our like power drooling when they saw your house yeah. on the well, they've done house. They've done four on the street already. And they're just like, hey, go talk to your neighbor. Like they've used it for four months. I'm like, yeah, this is why you're here because I spoke to the neighbor first. Mm -hmm. Like it was a referral. They didn't outreach to me. I talked to the neighbor first and smart guy. I trust him. He's like, hey, here's what we did. Here's my numbers. Throw them to me. I'm like, well, that seems better. You save some during the summer months and then the winter is just a flat number, but the whole course of the year, it is less money. And then in 10 ish years for us, it'd be like eight to 10 years because we use a lot of power. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. We just use a lot of power. It will, the return on investment is, is definitely there. Do you think you would have like a new construction house with solar already installed would have been more attractive if you're now that you've gone through it, you're like, Oh, I'd rather just have it with the house than have to reinstall it at our next house again. I think like the pain point is backwards. Like, so this, we did it because our power is higher and it's been consistently higher versus with the new house. They were like, your power should be this much money. I'm like, that sounds really good. And it started at, at that much money, but then we've had, we've been in our house for five years now coming up in five years. So rates have gone up every year. Mm -hmm. Then our usage, you know, had not, yeah, I guess our usage has gone up. The kids are older. I'm at home. So they're using more power, more showers. Everything has gone up, 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 up. 
But if KB would have been like, hey, we included the solar, it's this much money on the house, it adds, let's say it adds 40000 I'm like, well, what about this is more than what the power should be that you are telling me, if that makes sense? Like if a power should be 200 a month, but the cost of adding 40 k to the mortgage, whatever that would be, well, that's 200 per month. I'm like, well, shoot, like, I don't know. Does it make sense or not? But it's definitely... For the next house, like it makes if it could be wrapped up in, in one thing and not have to have two different loans or two or buy it separate. Oh yeah, for sure, for nice. sure. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Know. There's still a risk, of course. Like, well, what if it's not as good or not as efficient, mm. et cetera. The latest model, model but, solar that like gets how many? Yeah, but I put the I, I did throw that in Excel because you know numbers don't lie typically. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, here's best case, here's worst case. Worst case was still like a better a better choice than not doing anything. And there's a big fat tax credit too. So yeah, that's, that's not fun. I might as well keep going. Get a Tesla. Get another credit for that. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I don't. I don't need a new car. Don't need a new one. Well, let's get started. Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. Welcome to episode 323. I'm the ad doctor, Andrew Peek. And with me today is Jackie Lipinski and Julie Jarnigan. Hello. All these J's throwing me off. I know, all the J's. Well, let's jump into story time. Julie, why don't you go first? Oh, okay. Um, my in-laws, my husband's parents are here and they've been shopping for a second home down here. So it's uh, it's interesting. Some of the things like that we think about are true. I think they've looked at 45 homes or properties so far, um, put offers on two and both of those, I think one was rejected and one was accepted, but then something went bad on it. Um, so that's, that's been interesting. It's a lot. It's also like, you know, when we have like an active adult community and somebody will be like, it's getting no momentum. It's like, well, sometimes it takes a while for, you know, that, that demographic to make a decision. That's true. Like they know exactly what they want because they've owned so many houses um, and they're not in any hurry because they have a home. Uh, this will be a second yeah. home. So it's been a long process. And then the other thing I've noticed with it is how important like relo information and um, relocation like content is because they have no idea about flood zones is a huge mm -hmm. thing down here. Like you have to know what the flood oh, zones true. are, there's special regulations around things. Um, termites are a big deal around here. Like if a house has termites, it basically some of them need to be bulldozed and started over. Um, homeowners insurance can be a big deal. Basically, yeah. if you're just a few miles, you know, here or there, whether you're required to get flood insurance or how much your home insurance is going to be. So it's like, that would be nice for builders to have people who are coming out of state. Like every state or area has special things that people don't know about till they get there. And we've been trying to like, think of all of it and fill them in. But at the yeah. same time, I feel like if I was moving to an area and it said, okay, also remember termites, you'd be like, I'm buying a new house. Like, why should this but, but that's good. That makes people want to move to a new house. If you're mm -hmm. telling yeah. people like existing homes, you have to worry about this, this, mm. and this, you don't yeah. have to worry about that with a new home. Um, it's just those, those Horse things stores. that you don't have to. Yeah. 
that you don't have to worry about. Or if it pours yeah. down rain, we're like, go drive out to that property to see if it flooded or not. It's like, this is the time before it all um, drains away. So it's That's been true. interesting total cost to watch. Of, total cost of ownership. That reminds me of our, so our current home, our insurance on, on this, a third of our old home, our first home we purchased. Just as far like new versus used, mm. which is crazy. Like they, they never told that to us as far as, as like a sales presentation. Like, hey, just so you know, home insurance should be significantly lower if you're coming from an older home. Like that would be nice to know that we would have probably pushed a lot sooner. Uh, but yeah, termites, all that. You don't read about those things. Um, yeah. That's are they working so, with like the same real estate agent or now that they've lost two houses, are they like, that's the real estate agent's fault or? No, no. They're working with the same real estate agent and she's been very patient with them and walked, walked through it all with them. So um, yeah. And they, they said after this last one, they were like, we're so sick of looking at houses. They're tired of it now. So the, the fun part of it is over. They're over it. How many homes have they visited in person? Just curious. Um, they had 45 prospects. I don't know. They've also, they're looking at property as well. Like that Ooh. don't have homes on it. So it's there hard to, I don't know how many of those are just property and how many of those are homes because I never volunteer to go along they keep trying to get me involved they'll show me stuff and I'm like yeah let me call your realtor because I'm not I'm not from here originally so I'm not the best person either mm. but because I work in real estate they keep keep checking with me about stuff and I'm like eh, don't trust me <laughs> isn't that funny what people assume I'll tell people like yeah I work with new home builders and I was at my friend's house and they're like are these nail pops normal I'm like yeah yeah, yeah those nail pops yeah. are normal but someone should have also told you that should happen like that might happen so or it'll be like three towns away and they'll be like it's on Scott Road just off Scott Road I was like I've never even been to that town I, don't know. I have no idea where that is now, how close should they live to your home um, well, this last one that they were looking at was like 20 minutes away. That seems like a good number. Yeah. yeah. 20 just, minutes. They seems... can't just pop in or maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a, I don't yeah. like that. The, we don't do the that good news home. is, is that his dad is very handy and my husband is not very handy. So Perfect. when they come, there's like a list of things that, mm. um, he can fix. So we'll save money. He just fixed my dryer the other day. So nice. we'll, we'll save money on repairs. There you go. Maybe you do want them closer then. Hey, can you by real quick? I'll make dinner. No big deal. You guys want to come over for dinner? The kids want to see you. There you go. Trick them. Jackie, what do you got? Uh, speaking about broken appliances, Julie. <clears throat> yeah, last someone, a couple of people messaged me after I went on a vent about Samsung products because I hate them. And I'm going to pretend, not going to pretend like I, I don't anymore. Like Samsung, I never want another Samsung product in my house, my oven, fridge, everything stinks. So I'm getting a new oven, but my husband has been like, he like shortcutted the link from where we bought it just to make sure that there's like this window of time you get a refund back. And he just texted me like right before this, he's like, Hey, drop 50 bucks. I reached out cool. to them. We're getting that 50 bucks back. <laughs> and I am like, okay, well, I'm like, chill now going out tonight. Now we're, yeah, right. It's, it's, it's going to my babysitter who's here, but, uh, two, two, I think it's also, um, it's one of those things of like, even after these houses sell, people are probably going to stalk the history of them, or they're going to stalk the neighborhood and they're going to get like their feelings either hurt, or they're going to feel justified in the prices that they pay regardless of what happens and what's in their control. So just, you know, I, th I, I just want to get your guys' perspective too. If like, like Andrew, I'm sure after your house is sold, your neighbor started selling or whenever you bought your house, were you stalking also just to make sure like, okay, like 
that was less. It was the same floor plan, like, but like, this is the benefit or, or any details that were important to you that helped justify the cost. Or would you also have appreciated if like, let's say your house plan dropped by five grand, mm-hmm. like, would you expect your home builder to proactively be like, Hey, they saved five grand. Here's five. No, we definitely like stayed and we're definitely out of the, I'm so glad we are the new phase of, of when you move into a new community, yeah. everyone talks about the builder. It's like, you go outside, like, oh my goodness, can you believe this? We're like, oh, this is great. Do you like this? And just, you just, that's all the subject is talking about the home. And now we're like in the mature phase of like living here. Like no one talks about it anymore, unless there's some big issues, like, but pretty much all the big issues are gone, but we still have like, what was the base price of your floor plan? Like what, mm-hmm. like we still like the big things we still talk about for us, we got in early. So we only saw prices increase, um, quite a bit for the base prices, but we still go, okay, what is your favorite floor plan? And what, what is interesting, good job KB on this, the model home floor plan is still everyone's favorite yeah. by far. I still, I wish we would have gone with it, but it only had four bedrooms. We needed the office, so we, we could have not gone to it, but it's, it's like the most, it's the best design one for sure. Yeah. But I do have some builders that they let that hold them back in reducing prices that need to be reduced for their market. So sometimes it's like, if they do, if you do have somebody who's already under contract, who comes back, you just need to be prepared to speak Mm -hmm. to that on a one-on-one basis. So be prepared, you know, Hey, when you got it, this and this was included and that's not included anymore or whatever it is. Um, So I would say just be prepared for that, but don't let that hold you back. If the market says you need to drop prices, um, don't let maybe somebody coming back and being mad because they are under contract for 5,000 more stop you like deal with it on a case by case basis. Yeah. I think that goes along with the personalities of the marketer too. We've seen over the years, Julie, in terms of like, there's some marketers who are just like, well, what if this happens? It's like, breathe, breathe out. It might happen. And, exactly. and you can like my, not everyone who got bought that stove is also just looking for the price difference. Like we're, you know, what percentage of people actually even ask that? And other people are like, eh, bridge on the water. But if, again, if it's like a $20,000, difference. Like you can bet there might be a conversation, but don't, don't let that hold you back from your company and your sales, um, taking a hit in general, if versus the people who are already in the process. So yeah, I think they ran in that, into that too, when lumber prices got so high, so all the prices had to come up and it's like, you contracted when all of the supplies were at their highest, um, which I'm sure was a hard conversation to have. Yeah. I totally forgot about those days. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we have this clause in here. Like, we can. We're asking for more money, you know, at this milestone or this milestone because of pricing of everything during the yeah. pandemic. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. some people we who've not forgotten that about out those. of our brain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, some <laughs> are not sleeping still because of those conversations. I'm sure. Yeah. Or like, we had to tell someone it was eighty thousand more or whatever crazy uh-huh. scenario. Yeah, that oh, was goodness. rough. Well, let's see. My story is a little bit different. Um, so I've seen this happen twice now. So I think it's there's some validity to it. Growing your social profiles, TikTok, Instagram. Hmm. We don't really talk about this as much because one, is it even useful for builders? Um, I don't know. That's a big question. That's a great question. We we were just talking about that today in a meeting because someone's team wanted to, they're like, Hey, we have our like main company page. And this is again, real estate agent asking this question. They're like, we have our main page. And now these people are like, Hey, we really want to be more local. Let's create more local Facebook pages and we'll manage it. And I think in the time of the beginning of Facebook and that's, you know, organic really ruled the 
that, uh, what was easier to not manipulate, but it, it had more, um, what sort I'm looking for just reach. They just yeah, pushed more in reach. There's more reach. But now easy, would, easy to get yeah, reach. Yeah. But now I would say it's like not as necessary, but still people will track that certain things, mm -hmm. but, but I think it's more action items and how are you like organic doesn't necessarily reflect how much reach you can have with your advertising too. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like separate. So it's, so it's, I guess we established if it's, it needs to be good enough. It needs to be good. Be, it needs to check the boxes if you're, but it does. I think we would all agree. It adds credibility, mm -hmm. whether it will it move the needle on a sale. I don't know, but it might give someone like, oh, well, second, second look, I would think some like say custom builders, there might be, it might have a bigger influence than if you're production. Or if you're on your lot, maybe it has a bigger influence. Like if you have 30,000 followers and the other custom builder has 2,000, like immediately it's like, oh, I'm going to lean towards 30,000. And then you start to like, well, now it doesn't matter because actually this company is significantly better. So I think it, you know, it is a vanity metric, but I think it can, can influence us. Just like if we're following someone and they have 800 followers, this person's 8,000 and they're saying similar things, we'll probably gravitate the person that has more engagement, more comments, more likes, all this stuff. So long story short, there's... Two people I know, um, one just recently started pushing more video content hmm. on their profile. I'm like, okay, like, come on, like settle down. Like I know this person for a business. like personally, um, like for himself, but it, it is a business as far as like, it is the, the intent is income. Um, so more he, he's growing it influencer, um, like it's in the fitness space, but it's not yeah. like there is product, there is service. It's not just yeah. like, look at me and use my code. Like there's like, contact me for this, contact me mm -hmm. for that. So the first couple of videos, I'm like, oh my, this guy, like he said, just get back to work. Like, this is a waste of time. And another video, I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, bro, like you're wasting your time. What is this? I was just, I wasn't commenting on anything, obviously. But I was just like, stop it. 20 more videos. I'm like, okay, he's getting a little more views, but it was like 400 views then 800. It was slowly ratcheting up. I'm like, okay, well now there's like a thousand views per video. And they're like produced pretty well at this point. So it started out like, just phone, like quick edits, like yeah. maybe five or 10 minutes. Now I, I would imagine it's 20, 30 minutes to edit the videos, but they look better. Mm -hmm. About two weeks ago, checked on it. I'm like, when did that happen? It's like 40,000 followers. Hmm. And it was like 3,000. He had one video, 4.5 million views. I'm like, hmm, interesting. But now it's like 60 videos at this point, all these videos. And this is the second time I've seen this happen with, with real people that I know, real people. And there's real engagement on their real comments. So my theory is that Instagram, TikTok, they all know like the views are there. You just need to fit the mold of what users do on the platforms because they want people to stay on the platforms. So you are kind of gaming the algorithm, but it's mm -hmm. not like, hey, we need to use this hashtag, we need this, but it's truly how are people interacting with your content? And that's where they're like, you need to post this, this, and this. You need to post this quantity, this. It's not because from what, from my belief on it now, after seeing it happen twice, it's not because they're like making you use it. It was like, this is how people engage with content. On average, they want to see multiple stories per day from the accounts that they follow. They will watch multiple stories per day. They will watch a reel every single day if you put it up. So mm -hmm. if you want the big views and likes and comments, followers, you need to fit the mold or fit the product. It's like, imagine you're, you're at a mall that sounds terrifying. This is like, we're going back in time here. You're at a mall. Oh gosh. And yeah, you're only open. the last time you've been at a mall? Uh, like two weeks ago. It's depressing. Like it's <laughs> awful. I'm like, this house is business. This should be like just torn down and turned into houses. 
it's more useful. But if you were only open two days a week, the mall would be like, we're not going to talk about you. Eventually they'll kick you out. They won't renew your lease. So I'm like, all right, well, social is the same thing. We have our own space, your own channel, or it's maybe it's better to say it's, it's like a TV channel. So you have Instagram's network and you have different channels on Instagram. If you're not fitting the mold for how people use Instagram, they're not going to put your channel on mainstream or the primetime hours. They'll put you on at three in the morning when no one really cares. Yeah. So if you're trying to grow your followers more, have more influence, more credibility, or if you're that marketer, that's your job. And you're like, Hey, if I grow this account, that's pretty good career. Look, even though we know like ads will sell more houses tomorrow yeah. versus mm -hmm. six months from now. So this is like, do everything that's more important first. And then if you're going to do it, at least do it right. And it seems like just a boatload of videos, very consistent stories all the time. Over time, eventually it will catch up to you, but it won't be the first month, second month, third month. It'll probably be like six months. Yeah, That's a big investment. I, I think that's the thing. I think people get deflated very quickly when yeah. things don't. And this guy didn't give up. I'm like, nah, immediate satisfaction. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, what is it like you underestimate how much can happen in a long amount of time. And I think that's what it is. It's just like, yeah consistency. We've, we've seen a lot of companies, they'll try podcasts, they'll try this, they'll try. The, and it's just the, when you, when you keep up with the consistency or I've seen, you know, like builders doing videos or this or that, or, um, keep pushing OSC content. That's not relevant to everyone, but the super fans like that seems to always have the best, um, credibility and consistency because like all those views and attention, even organically, like it, it's a rising tide that lifts, lifts the ships of like your, your brand and all of it. Yeah. It's like the podcast. If we only did it six months out of the year or for two months at a time, we would not have the amount of people listening right now that are listening, but because it's been episode 323, but there's yeah. no sprints in there. It's just like, all right, here's the pace once a week, different people. So it's not hours of everybody's time. It's just, and then it's at work to me. I feel like it's the same thing minus the whole algorithm aspect of like, if Instagram wants this mm -hmm. and you want the outcome of like a lot of views, comments, all those things you probably should fit the mold that they're looking for. But the whole like TV analogy, I'm like, oh, well, no wonder people kind of just like flutter out because they're getting shown essentially at the 3 a.m. time slot versus, you know, 5, 6, 7 p.m. back when there's TV. I don't watch TV. We have Hulu Prime and that, so who knows? But yeah, I thought it was interesting. Seen it twice. Seen the same thing twice now. Yeah. Have y'all ever had anybody in your life that like total, you had no idea. And then you saw, figured out they were on social media and had like crazy number of followers. It's so crazy. It is crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. A few, just a person, like you don't even know what they do. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? Like, wait, what's your, when, when you two first heck? started off, I, I knew a girl in my high school who was famous for just cutting her hair on YouTube. It was just videos on how to trim your bangs and cut your hair. And like, she was one of the first like influencers. Everyone's like, what is this? But <laughs> sometimes having those really like people just need resources for very specific solutions sometimes. And if you can solve them like GA4, you know, I'm sure we're all not guilty, but we all are like, how, who's the best person who makes videos that, that we can um, get more information on to help up builder partners, like understand it more. And, and I think that is helpful because when you have to touch, especially every marketer, so many things like having like one resource that's trusted to like give you very specific information is, is definitely going to be valuable to your, to your learning. Let them spend four years specializing, talking about that, Andrew, and then rely on them. For sure. I agree. I agree. Well, let's move on to the news. This is a fun one um, from brandinnovators.com. Is that oh. a website? Sounds good. You know, they're up and coming. Let's give them some credit. Brand Innovators 
open door to live stream home home selling tool during halftime show. So open door is live streaming. This took me a minute to figure out like it's a live stream on a commercial during the can I say Super Bowl? The Super Bowl halftime show. But you notice they I don't think they even say they do say Super it's Bowl. The big game. The it's big the game. The big game, Andrew. Right. If it's on the ad, I think audio is probably fine saying that. Um so I I know my angle on this of things I want to talk about. But why don't y'all go first? Have anything Unless you want me to go. I mean, I, I think it's one of those things of I'm excited to see it. It'll be fun to for us to know what's streaming and they're trying something different. But didn't someone try to do like a QR code that like didn't work a Super Bowl or two ago? Um, was it crypto? Was it like a crypto? Yeah, I think um, it was crypto. Maybe it was just crypto. I don't know. I I I don't play with crypto anymore. But I, I as a person who does not watch sports, I watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. So I want to see what happens. So that, this is going to be my little commercial Super Bowl. Well, here's the sneaky part. So this is a great looking piece for them. Open door to live stream home selling tool during halftime show. They made it to the Super Bowl, but you look at it and it says the company will live stream footage from its app during the regional Atlanta broadcast and on the website. So Jackie, you won't be seeing this because in addition oh. to the local TV buy and the live stream, so it is the Super Bowl, but it's they're buying just a portion of it for the Atlanta market. So I'm sure they're spending lots of money, but like, this is good. Like eh, they're kind of omitting things. So like, it, it's still good. I don't know who you blame on this one other than I would, I would assume that someone pushed out. This is the message and they encouraged the headline to be this versus like open or live stream home selling tool during halftime show for Atlanta market. That sounds depressing, um, but it sounds like they start a process in the ad and then you go to the website to continue watching what happens which is a live assessment of the home, a virtual, a live virtual assessment, open doors, virtual assessment. Yeah. So I mean, this, I'm just so skeptical. They're not going to show anything bad. Why would you show anything bad? Let's go in the Super Bowl, show a home that we have to, you know, it's like if you sold a car to like CarMax, it's like, we'll give you 10 grand for it. Perfect. We're going to test drive it real quick. Okay. You know, actually the brakes, mm, we'll give you 92.50 and actually has this, we'll give you 8,500. Next thing you know, it's 6,000. Start at 10. So I cannot imagine they're going to be like, we'll give you 400K for your home. Actually, see the stain up here? There's probably a leak in the in the roof. Like, we need to get the drone to fly around and see what's going on. Now it's 350 or three. I'm sure it doesn't drop off that quickly, but that's just my initial reactions. Like, this has to be, which is okay. We all do it. Like, well, what is would it actually make it honest? Yeah, what would make it entertaining is what they won't want to show. So that's yeah. how I'm like, how is it going to be interesting, entertaining? Because that's what everybody wants on Super Bowl night. Mm -hmm. They're eating with your friends and, you know, um, so it would be really entertaining if they did that, but that's going to be the opposite of their but goal. Then they wouldn't, right? um, but, you know, I will say on the good side, they're integrating multiple things in this marketing campaign. So it's not just one thing. They're also going to do like social ads afterwards. They have this coming out. It's on yeah. their website. It's multiple places. So I would say coming from that angle that they're taking one idea and campaign and trying to work it into multiple like streams and avenues. That's interesting. So I'll be interested to see because I can't envision in my brain like why this is people are going to watch it, but maybe it's going to be really cool. I don't yeah. know. I hope we'll it's cool. It. I was, um, my skepticism isn't negativity, but may, I'm sure it could be perceived as such, but it was like, essentially like, well, how can this be a great ad? I uh, hopefully I'm wrong. That'd be great. Like, let's, mm -hmm. 
Let's let's see it. All right, next one from Builder Online: Nine Home Design Trends to Nine Home Design Trends Set to Transform Spaces in 2024. Hmm. I would live in any of these homes and any of these these trendy designs. Um, did any of them stick out to y'all? Um, didn't we read a similar blog post to this from one of the builders a few weeks ago? I think you were on that one, Andrew. It reminds me of that too. And we were talking oh. about how this would be Taylor easy. Morrison, I think, did it. Yeah, and this is from Taylor Morrison. So oh. um, well, it's an article by Builder, but they talked to Taylor Morrison. So I wonder if it's yeah. connected. Like it's a little different than that one was, but um, um, but it's interesting. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I it's... I think they're, I think they're using a lot of the buzzwords, which I mm -hmm. like, which is interesting. The quiet luxury and the um, wellness wins and all that is like very buzzy things people are talking about. Um, Personalized spaces. Yeah, and the pictures are gorgeous. So I think it's I, all. I think it's a win for the builder too. Uh, talking with other builders who are like, you know, we. There, there are obviously a limited amount of people, but we also want to get more brand exposure around our model homes. So let's think about ways that we can engage people. And so some people are talking about like, well, how we stage it is also a tool we can't forget because we can say, come get some design inspiration for your new home by coming to our home. And you're kind of planting the seeds of, Hey, we are a builder and we built here and look how lovely our homes are. So you might not be in the market to buy a house now, but you know, these are the things we think about. And if they're important to you, they're important to us. So um, you're, you're kind of just, like I said, planting the seeds for maybe a potential customer in the future, but at least they can also rely on you to set the brand standards or style standards for a home that will help you. And like, just like we were talking to Andrew, like what's the number one house that sells the model wow. home. People wow. feel more confident when they see something fully flushed out and they yes. are, have to, they, they, not that they don't have to use their brain power, but it's like a trusted expert decorated this. And now I can lean on that and I can trust that design is cool. And I think that's, um, and timeless enough. And that's what this article is kind of like, here are timeless enough discoveries for you to get inspiration from for your current or new home. Yeah, I agree. Um, to use some agency words, like the, this could be like demand generation, not mm -hmm. lead generation. Gosh, this this is like trauma. I'm processing talking these words. It's it's bad. Like demand. There's no there's no leads expected when you're doing demand generating activities. You're just creating demand. So this kind of an effect is that. Yeah. Um. To me, it's it's some of the stuff. I'm like, whatever mood my brain's in today. But I'm, I read this enter, entertainment focused gathering. Okay, that's cool. I was just reading that one too. Four yeah. years post pandemic, and people are really enjoying visiting and gathering friends and family. And I'm thinking about the book that Kevin has suggested for a lot of us to read is same as ever. And I'm like, isn't that like just what humans do? Like we like to be around other humans and we like to eat food. And that's like different than like, well, you know, animals do that too, I guess, don't they? Um, but, but they're looking for spaces for amusement and entertainment. Like, well, of course they are like open kitchens. We could probably do open kitchens back like years and years ago. And that's like the concept. People want to be around other people. But I, what I see is like, man, I really wish builders, there's a home that just got listed for sale um, late last week in our community, terrible interior design, mm. zero out of 10, any of my kiddos who just got home from school a little bit ago could do better. And it makes the home look awful. 
So I'm like, I want, there seems like there could be an opportunity to help buyers make their homes look better, which is why a lot of people love the model home because they see it like fully fleshed out. Like, okay, cool. The couch goes here. This table goes there. Like that, we're going to take a picture of that. We'll do exactly that when we move in. We need this big giant 12 foot table because the floor plan is super open. We need versus like the little itty bitty one and helping them with that. And another thing I see, which I really wish builders would do is any of the, do you see the picture that has the, um, I don't even know what vibe that would be, but it has the green kind of sage green wall, but it has like the little pieces of trim on it. I'm talking about, it's like, look like they're maybe one by twos, like really simple trim design. It looks it's, like Bryce's background. There we go. It's like a DIY project, <laughs> but a lot of model homes have like these really like typically simple trim pieces, like, and that really just makes the space feel complete. Like, oh, I wish that was like a standard thing or an option or yeah. somehow like encourage the homeowners to do such things, whether it's an option. Long story short, I think that will then when people come over to Andrew and Lindsay's new home, they just moved into, and it looks like the model home compared to like, oh, you guys just move your stuff from your last house into this one. Or like it would then make the builder look better is the, is the, the, the intent there somehow help the homeowners make their homes look better. So when they are showing off their new house to someone, people are like, dang, this is really nice. Like, what the heck? This this looks amazing. Compared to like, oh yeah, you guys are still moving in. Like it looks kind of like almost there. Um, I don't know if there's a way to do that and make money and not have it be this giant nightmare post-sale. But just just an idea, talking through that. I, I had this idea and I talked to someone about it and I was like, I don't know if I can go anywhere, but I'll put it out in the world. Um, as some builders pivot to potentially different floor designs, floor plans, and maybe there's something smaller, I would say my house is not very big. And I was, I telling you, Julie, like my, my parents came over and they made fun of me for how organized my tubberware was. They're like, who organizes their tubberware like this? You're like Monica from friends. And I'm like, you know, you just have to be very efficient when you want certain things. So, um, I think if it's a smaller house, you're like, I don't know how we're going to get away with that. Like the simplified storage solutions of like, you might be coming from this to this and you can build with the house, but the house can be organized. I think that's also one of the things people really, um, don't lean on as much as like, some people are just like, they're so like, oh, everything's everywhere. And I just want a house like that's more organized. And one thing I talked about is like, well, what if there was like, if it's a two-story house and it has like an angle staircase, just mm-hmm. like in Europe, those um, stored solutions under the stairs. And that could be like a yeah. really weird thing. You're like, we have extra storage. We've, we've thought about these details of your home for you and, but also making it look good. And I think that's too, like, I don't know if you guys have also drowned in like a small place and you're just like, there's shoes everywhere. You're like, I just want things to be yeah. clean and organized. So. No, that. I agree. Um, in fact, they even agree with you. Number four on this list is secret storage. Oh yeah. So well, you, the, you, you need that, oh. but especially as if, um, if we think we're trying to create more affordable homes, mm-hmm. they might be smaller, smaller square footage. If you could then sell like the storage solutions versus I, I think if we were to like look at 30 pictures of from 30 random builders, Typically, any closet organization is going to be like, on average, like the wire shelving, like yeah, the wire one shelving. layer. And as soon as you move in, you're like, oh my gosh, this is this looks like an, an apartment I'm renting, but it's a brand new home. So you have some disappointment, but again, they need to keep costs down. But there could be feature pieces or something. Yeah, we're doing like product design here on marketing, which I guess it all if all flows together because this gives you then something to talk about if you're then making your content to go viral on Instagram or TikTok, or whatever. 
you have something to show off is like, hey, here's a secret storage underneath the stairs versus we have the, the angled setup where it's like two stairs kind of crisscross and it's one big room. It's like our little tornado room because it's like feels like it's super safe. But what if it was like, hey, here's this option. It's 3000 like have them pay for it. But it's an option to have it fully built out for whatever it may be or have a fully built out. Or it's um, that graphic that, you know, you do the before and after where it's like, here's what yours is here, you know, and then you slide the graphic over and here's it organized, but you can do that in five years yourself, but you still have a resource of what it could look like and you can keep referencing it back like the model home. That'd be, that'd be super cool. I would like that. Cool. Right. Let's go on to the next one from Yahoo News, Finance, Yahoo Finance. 2024 will be a pivot year for the housing market, says NAHB CEO. Well, that's good. Pivot. I like pivoting. Pivoting up, pivoting down. I'm pretty sure we're talking about pivoting up. More sales. Interest rates. So this is important. The average rate for a 30-year loan slid to 6.6% from a peak of nearly 8% in October. I think we all felt that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people are finally um, realizing it's not going to get down back to 3% ever. They were waiting on that for a while. I think they've accepted that six is good right now. (laughs) And if it went to three, imagine what prices would do because mm-hmm. everyone would flood the market. Yeah. 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 And there's just that, those people who did wait, there's that pent up demand is what this talks about a lot in the article. Um, we've had these people sitting on the sidelines and we've seen that with our traffic numbers in January. A lot of those people who were, were just kind of waiting finally in January, um, interest rates dropped enough and it's just the season for home shopping that a lot of people jumped off the fence and started looking again, which is exciting. We like to see mm-hmm. it. Yeah, agreed. And I think it's important to note, I, th- I think this is a great article to read. Um, it is from, you know, NAHB CEO. So it is, has the bias of like thinking about new home construction first, which is of course this entire podcast, everything we do. Um, but this one quote here, I think is really important to, to consider. Looking ahead to this year, we don't think mortgage rates will fall enough to unwind unwind mortgage rate, quote, lock-in and cause a meaningful recovery in supply. Said another way, there's all the people that are less than 5%, 4%, 3% because of refinance. They're not going to sell their home unless they have to because they're, quote, locked in with with their mortgage rate being so low. Like either they don't want to change or they literally cannot afford to. Like their mortgage balance is maybe 300K at 2.9. And the next home up that they would move up to normally if they didn't have this like abnormally low mortgage rate is probably now 650 700 or let's let's just say it's 550 but now it's at 6.6 percent well they're they're still out for a while so less supply of existing homes will probably be an influence for quite some time less supply who's making supply home builders they're making a supply so that's great perfect for builders i, th- I think it's so, so it's almost yeah i think long term here I am pretending to be an, an economist. Long term, having that period of super low mortgage rates and then it bouncing mm-hmm. back up over a five, 10 year period, could that actually drive more new home sales in total compared to if we never had that pain of going up to 8%? Yeah. If that makes sense. So we suffered for a little bit, but over <laughs> the next 10 years, because supply is going to be significantly impacted due to mortgage rate lock in, there's going to be in total more new homes sold over the next 10 years compared to we did not have that blip. Of yeah. The and then on top of that, rate. with us having incentives and existing homes, not having incentives, Add incentives, it up. incentives Keep going. made up a new word there. Um, 
just makes us even more, not only do we have homes where there's not other homes available, we also have that extra incentive. So yeah, for right now, where we're sitting is good for new homes. I like good it. For the skies building. are so blue, just like my little lightsaber in the corner of my office. You see over there. It's great. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Positivity. This makes mm -hmm. me want to go to the builder show. Let's go to the builder show and <laughs> oh. celebrate. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. We I'll will be, there. be A lot of us will be there. Yeah. Who wants to get some breakfast, some sushi, some food? Come and find us for sure. Just throwing, just oh, yeah. throwing it in there or message, somehow message us somewhere and we'll, we'll be out there. Um, is there any other news that we need to talk about? I don't, I don't think so. Um, shameless plug, the academies, marketing academy oh, yeah. and online sales academy. Go to the website. Market Proof Academy is in early April, after the first week of April. I can't, I just can't bring myself to do something on like April Fool's Day. Like it just makes no sense to me. So it's always after that. Superstitious, I have no idea. But early early April, it always sells out. Always. always. So yeah. sign up for the VIP list. We'll shoot you an email, then it goes live. But it always sells and out. You always have access that. to those training videos, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So and you always I think have access to us. I mean, mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. And you learn everything A to Z. Like there's no, there's no secrets because secrets are not good. We don't need secrets in our life. And so everything is like, is right there. Literally everything we do, um, is, is taught at, at the Academy. Mm -hmm. So current favorites and or hates. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, let's do a round Robin. Then yeah. we, there's no less pressure. Okay. Current favorite. We started Yellowstone. Finally. Who's, who's watched Yellowstone? Nope. Only when my my husband watches it and I see it sometimes. And I tease him kind because I say, I say it's his soap opera. It is a soap opera. Oh, <laughs> for sure. It's like a masculine soap opera because they're oh guns. My God, You're watching your soap opera tonight. It's really like cowboys versus Indians versus land developers. Hmm. I'm only in like episode two or three, but that seems like what it is. And But it's it's been interesting so far. And Lindsay, my wife, do you hear me out there? She actually likes it too. So oh. buy one, get one free on that. Like it's It's good. So that's my current current favorite we finally have something to watch at night that's not real housewives of salt lake city <laughs> right, who's up my, next? yeah my current favorite care.com oh my gosh i can't like sing it praises enough because all of a sudden it's like an hour before school's supposed to start and then the daycare is like all the teachers have the flu oh no all four infant teachers so um don't come in i'm just like oh yeah. so with it you can just find people and it's like uber like you can rate people you can see their ratings you can see how many people kids they've done their history and then you can say yes or no and or hire people for certain hours so i i mean it just creates so it's and i'm paying probably more than i would anyone because it's just a convenience factor and i an hour and before. i don't use it a lot no well i wasn't able well, to like get someone that but I, I was able to get someone for actually today because uh, everyone's still sick so so quick now, yeah. do you have a review? Do you have a rating? Do the parents? I think and kids, I do. Yeah. Yeah. This little kid watches Bluey all day. It was the worst day of my life. No, I think like, it's more like this house has a very mean dog or something, but I don't have pets. So I feel like they, they warn the other people like, because I know, I think one of my notes is like, she works from home so that they know usually they have someone always here if anything's gotcha. needed. So that's nice. What about you, cool. Julie? Yeah. Well, speaking of Builder Show, my husband is at his at SHOT Show, which is his industry's version of Builder Show. And I was so sick at Builder Show last year. Yeah. He's sick this year. And he does like four days of Facebook Lives. Oh my so um, my favorite is SIPA uh, call are like lozenges that <laughs> numb I'm your whole this. throat. And when I was at Builder Show last year, somebody told me about them. And now he's using them 
this year. It's like the chloroseptic spray, like kind of numbs your whole, it's not a cough drop, but it like numbs your throat. That's what these do. So CEPA call if you have a sore throat. Uh, so it's, it's a uh, benzocaine. That's a weird name, by the way, who picked that? That was a terrible choice. Benzo. <laughs> they just anyway. roll some dice for some of these. Yeah. Kids. Let's combine two highly addictive substances. And that's like that. That's the, that is so that is, that's strange, but I will keep that in mind. I feel like now Julie, when you travel, this is, this is my favorite, my new favorite. I need to add this to my thing. When I travel for anything, especially work though, I have like my, all right, here's ibuprofen. Here's this, like I have like my own little medicine cabinet I carry with me. I don't do this though. So I need yeah. to carry. I actually just stuff. wrote it down. I was like, that's yeah. going in my everyday travel bag. So if I got a little baggie with me, like my backpack mm -hmm. or bag, whatever. And you're like, yep. oh, I got a headache. Like, like yep. I got you. Something to add to the, the, the ad doctor, literally. The ad doctor. <laughs> I'm not, nothing prescribed. This is over the counter only. <laughs> we're good to, we're good to go but th no there's nothing i nothing i hate this week i think no no hates do you have a second um, like a second yeah. favorite oh, that's my favorite my traveling with the like mm. that's that's every single time i'm like i'm so glad about this like there's you know there's one day whether you're like sitting in the airplane for like six hours and your shoulders all locked up you're like oh geez this hurts this hurts and you, yeah next thing you're like oh i'm good to go stress relief. yeah um, my other one was my 15 year old is in driving school oh, God. and it's expensive. They have to take it here. It's like really? not in the public, like you have to send them to an actual driving school and it was expensive. So I did not like that. That was bad. But now he has to do like four, like two hour drives, eight hours of driving with an instructor. And now I'm happy about it. Cause I'm like, that's so I'm glad I don't have to do those first eight hours. That. That's a good yeah. idea. Um, so they come and pick him up at the house and then take him out for two hours and then bring him home uh, in their vehicle. So yeah. that part, I'm kind of like, yeah. this is good. This is going to keep me from stressing out or my husband getting frustrated. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'll at least have some basis of driving and, before we have to start with the permit. And those with kids know like any, like a teacher can say something, another adult can say something generally, and they're more receptive to it. Yeah. All of a sudden your own child, like they're the, which is fine. Mm -hmm. This is how we are. Like they're more sensitive to it. Like it hurts their feelings more or like they take it the wrong way versus the driver going like, Hey, put your blinker on. Yeah. Like, okay. Versus if you said it like, thanks mom. Like I know what mm -hmm. to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, Oh my goodness. Like, sorry. Like I was just exactly. reminding you because you didn't do it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so driving hopefully school, it's good. Save up. <laughs> nice. Jackie, anything else? Uh, just, I, I went to my first Toastmasters of the year and I, I beat everyone with my nice. speeches. So awesome. I think it's just, it was funny. Cause I was like, oh, this will be a short-term thing. I join and I still just like it, it challenges you. Cause you know, you have every two weeks or some places it's different timing. Yeah. I'm trying to challenge myself to do like a speech every two weeks with little, like less prep each time, which is horrifying to me. If Kevin Oakley's listening to this, I love <laughs> prepping. And, combo, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love preps. Um, and so it's, it's been fun. And, and this one, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go in with like 10 minutes before here's my notes and, and try and, and I won best speech of the night. So that was super fun to, to win and see. Awesome. And then I, and That's then it was like, yeah. And then you have to do impromptu speeches for like two minutes. And I won that against six other people. So I was like, yeah. yeah. Do, they, good, do they know a lot about home building now? They do. It's <laughs> poor people. They're getting a whole education. <laughs> I try to keep it more general, but sometimes I'm like, I'm just gonna practice this one, and uh, and, and I, I, I'm, 
I try to like not, I try to keep everything as vague as possible, but the last one was more like, um, talking about Coca-Cola brand marketing and how it has the name on it. And like, you know, when you think about a house and how you market it, think about like that home is for Jackie, that home is for Andrew, that home is for Julie. Like, don't forget these homes are for people. And sometimes we're like, oh, we're so busy. We don't need to create content. It's like, well, you do. And cause Jackie wants to live in the house. Like get me, a, I want to, I want to search out that, that, that ideal house and how to, so I just talked about personalized marketing and I feel like some of them are like, okay, yeah, great. <laughs> so might be exactly coaching some, some people, uh, at my class for marketing. That is fun. Yeah. You've been doing that for like three years. No, like I think like a year, uh, I feel like it's been forever. a year and a half. I think. Year and a half? Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. three years more, three, three years. years. <laughs> a lot. That's a lot of meetings. It's a lot of meetings. That's awesome. That yeah. is a lot. Very cool. Well, you know, I never know. I think this is at the very end, but I'm gonna say it anyways. So Olivia, you could edit this out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to become a member for free of Do You Convert's All Access Community app for home builders and developers. Watch behind the scenes videos from the podcast, frequent exclusive postings and analysis from the DYC team, access to private hangouts, and more. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one? Or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peek, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof. <laughs> <laughs>